welcome to this NPP soundbite, where we take a look inside Fast Payments, powered by the new payments platform. I'm Lisa Linton. Maneuver is an NPP-identified institution and early adopter that helps rapidly scaling companies remove obstacles to their growth. For these companies, APIs are critical to managing their payment workflows. I caught up with Maneuver CEO Christian Veselin Vigstrom to find out more. Well, welcome, Christian. Thanks for joining me on this NPP soundbite. Thanks, Lisa. Very, very happy to be here. So first, let's start talking about Maneuver. For anybody who's unfamiliar with, with Maneuver, tell me who you are and, and, and what you do and who are your customers. Maneuver is a, a payments automation business based in Sydney. Uh, we serve as uh, Australian businesses or businesses in Australia, I should say. It could be international ones being active here too. Um, and we help them by making it possible for them to automate how they receive, manage and pay funds. Um, generally, when I tell others, uh, which probably happens a bit too often, that I work in payments, they'll say, oh, so you're a bit like PayPal or Stripe or one of the, the really big ones. And I say, no. And I say, oh, OK, well, so what do you do? What we do is a little bit different, uh, in fact, quite different from what most uh, payments companies do. We are not primarily about making it, sort of making it easy for merchants to receive from, uh, from consumers, although we can help with that too. We're focusing very heavily on the full end-to-end -end flow. So it's about how you receive funds, which is where most payments companies uh, operate, but also how you then manage those funds and ultimately how you pay out on the other side. Talk to me a little bit about the payments challenges or the, or the pain points that your business helps to, to solve. Regardless of what industry you're, you're in, it is very tricky to manage payment flows. And uh, unless you are specifically in the business of managing payment flows, as in you are a payments company such as Manuva, it, it makes less and less sense for you to devote a lot of resources, time, money, what have you, uh, on building your own payments systems. Uh, it is technologically very complicated and increasingly complicated, very much so also on the regulatory side. It is harder and harder to be compliant. And so the problem we're solving is that for lots of companies, the speed with which they can improve their payments management systems is lagging behind the speed with which they manage their other growth. And so they're spending more and more time um, not catering to their clients as much as they would like to, because they're worrying about, did we get paid and what did we get paid for and have we paid out and all the rest of it. So we're really here to solve the problem of essentially making it possible to outsource their payments worries. So we make it possible for you to focus on your customer uh, rather than worrying about your payments. So we'll, we'll unpack the services that Maneuver offers in a moment, but let's talk about the MPP and what that means to, to Maneuver. When did you first hear about the MPP and what role did you see it playing in Maneuver's future? I think the first time I heard about MPP was probably at some point mid-2017 or something. It seemed like an obvious thing. And I didn't, don't mean that in a dismissing or... Uh, discounting sense. It just seems like when most of your other experiences uh, nowadays are, are real time, it seems strange that payments wouldn't be. Uh, and to my mind, I think it's going to be the only future, frankly. Uh, and a lot of other payments rails that are have played their part in the past are truly more part of the past than the future. After you heard about the MPP, how did you go about accessing its benefits and its capabilities? What kind of options were available for, for Maneuver? We sort of got very active um, 
pursuing NPP from second half of 2018. I think at that point, there was a lot of conversation in the market around overlay services. And it seemed like, I think most, for most people, certainly in the fintech industry, overlay service provider was something that you thought that that was, that was the way there. Uh, I think MPPA then made it clear that, yes, that's one option, but it's one of several options. In our instance, we, we sort of thought that actually overlay service provider is not where we see ourselves. What we need to have access to is API-driven MPP transactions. And the best way to get there was to become an identified institution. Uh, in our instance, we, we're working very, very closely with Cascal, who's our participating institution uh, and our sort of sponsor into the MPP, MPP scheme. And so when I say we started working very actively on it, it was essentially sitting down with Cascal um, and mapping uh, this project of how do we get access to real-time payments so that we can then distribute that access to a much larger universe of Australian businesses. And would you describe that initial work to gain access to the MPP as a smooth process or were there challenges that you had to, to overcome on the way? We were very, very early on as a non-bank. There weren't that many role models. And for us, together with Cascal, we had to come up with a business model of what does this look like? Uh, what kind of services do we get access to? And so I would say that there were heaps of challenges, but all of them were actually overcome. And, and, and overall, we're very, very happy with it. In fact, it is at this point for us absolutely impossible to imagine not being an identified institution with uh, MPP. So you've connected, you're now a MPP early role model. What does it actually look like to offer MPP enabled services to your customers? The first thing that we were very, very keen on was to make it possible for Australian businesses to receive funds in real time. Um, and not just to receive them in real time in the way that they can obviously do already using their banking portals, I and mean, banks are very good at, at doing that, but to think about what happens after a dollar has moved in real time from one bank to the next bank. Because for most businesses, and particularly those ones that have large ongoing and possibly slightly complex payment flows, the fact that a dollar shows up in your banking portal is not necessarily super helpful. I mean, it's a good start, but it's not the end solution. So we think of it a bit like the MPPA has built a formidable set of rails. Uh, think of it as a high-speed rail link, but that for some businesses seem a bit like the end 300 meters from the platform where they're actually standing. Because in order to know for a fact that you received $100 uh, in real time, you have to have someone looking at your banking portal saying, ah, okay, we just got $100. That's great. But the real power of MPP, we believe, and the real power of, of real time is to continue that real time link straight into the management software that the, the company is running. So what we wanted to build very early on, and this has been one of our major success stories over the last yeah, 14 months or so, was creating a very dynamic and versatile set of features that allowed you to know instantly inside your own software system that you received money. And not just that you received money, but also from whom. So real-time is great. Real-time receivables, very, very good. But real-time receivables without real-time reconciliation might miss some of the point of being real-time in the first place. If it takes you half an hour or two hours to understand what the $100 were for, because there is a, an erroneous lodgement reference or something like that, then you might as well have gone batch. So what we've done is we've built the last 300 meters of rail, so you now know inside your own software system that you got $100. You don't have to walk out to the, to the bank platform uh, 300 meters from where you're standing. But not only that, you also know exactly from whom and for what you were paid. Because using PIDs in clever ways, we can automatically reconcile the, the, the incoming transaction. 
So Christian, you're referring to your auto matcher service, that uh, the solution that issues a large number of unique and repeat use pay IDs in the, in the email form and businesses assign these pay IDs to each of their customers as a payment option at the bottom of bills or in their apps. So when a payment is made, Manuva can send a detailed notification to the business informing them that funds have been received from that customer. Absolutely. That is exactly what I'm talking about. And who was the first to go live with that service? Could you, without going into specific details about the organisation's name, can you describe um, what type of organisation they are? And what was the, the need or the challenge that you helped them solve? Uh, it's maybe a little bit difficult to know exactly which one. It was probably a handful that came on essentially on the same day. Uh, or if it's not the same day, then maybe the same week or something like that. But I'm going to bring up one example. It's a corporate expense management platform uh, servicing Australian businesses um, with their corporate expenses. And they had a service whereby they offered a really uh, elegant and uh, full-featured graphic user interface for their corporate clients. And you could load various cards so that you could pay for corporate expenses um, as need be. Um, so in this instance, we were able to go live with Automatcher uh, for them very quickly, and it, it achieved a few things. First one was that the funds arrived obviously instantly. So their corporate client, so this is sort of our client's client, would make a payment to load a card and funds were received instantly. But second, because we were issuing unique paying details that were specific to our client's client, uh, they knew also exactly what card that would go on. So what had previously been something where you needed a lot of planning in advance, you know, whether it was a day or something, you know, I might need $100 in the next two days, was something that right now you could call up your own treasury team saying, I'm standing in front of a disk right now and I'm about to purchase something, please put $100 on or whatever it may have been. Um, and that just automatically flowed all the way through. So can you describe for me some kind of measurable impact that your NPP enabled services have on your clients and your customers? Absolutely. Our clients' customers are sometimes businesses, sometimes consumers. In all instances, if they can make payments to their service providers or our clients in real time, it means they generally get access to those services much, much faster. So it could be anything from quick access to a prepaid phone service, or, or it could be paying for immediate access to software or, or something. But the fact that that can happen so fast is just a better experience for them and something, as I said earlier, that I think will become just standard expectation. What it does, it allows our client to then service their customers even better. It makes it possible for them to um, not worry about when our money is coming in and out. It makes it possible for them to, to reconcile immediately what's coming in. And it also makes it possible for them, and this is sort of, I guess, in the spirit of the Australian um, payment timing um, bill that came through very recently. It also makes it possible for them to pay to their suppliers faster. You can't pay out fast if you can't get paid quickly. And you probably can't pay out fast even if you get paid in quickly if you also can't reconcile fast. So what it, sort of, it sort of helps and smooths the whole chain. It means that the first customer, who the end customer on one end, is getting access to further service faster. It means that our client therefore has the ability to get funds quicker, reconcile faster, and then pay out faster, which means that generally smaller suppliers, SMEs and so on, get paid earlier, which means better cash flow. So they're all the way through the chain. We think real time is an advantage to frankly anyone and everyone involved. Are there any segments in particular that you're seeing a lot of interest from? 
one is yes as you said earlier you're talking about our automata um, for larger organizations uh, utility um, telecom those ones that have very large ongoing transaction flows and where even a few hours difference of when you receive funds from your customers can make a big treasury impact uh, and it also allows you to service your customers better because let's say it's a prepaid telephone service if someone pays right now and they get access to their you know, phone credit right now then that is a better experience for both parties so we're seeing a lot of interest from sort of larger commodity or utility type businesses another one that's coming up pretty strongly and that's maybe in part because of covid is the ability to pay suppliers faster and also to make refunds faster to uh, consumer customers so the travel industry has obviously had um, a very rough year and and they were uh, in a position where they needed to refund a lot of their customers uh, and I think that triggered a lot of interest in how can we make this a smoother process? How can we, under these circumstances, make everyone just a little, little bit happier, make the process a little bit faster? Um, and so we're seeing that from corporate clients who are not necessarily in, in travel, but who maybe have had a look at it, um, starting to say, we would love to make our refund something real time so that our, our client's customer will call them and say, I think you owe me $100 because the service you delivered wasn't there or whatever it may be. And then on that same phone call, say the money is now in your account. And that is not very easily achieved if you have to sit on your banking portal and press pay because it doesn't then automatically sync with your ERP system or your, your customer uh, reference system, whatever, whatever it may be. So you sort of need the APIs to really work. And that, again, is a use case where Maneuver has a lot of So without giving away any of your competitive intel, can you tell me how Maneuver plans to evolve its MPP offerings? Is there anything in our roadmap in particular uh, that will be key to Maneuver's future? The, the one big remaining piece that will be another sort of infrastructure piece for us is to mandated payment service. So uh, for, for, for listeners who are not familiar with the term, mandated payment service, uh, for, for simplicity, can be described as sort of real-time direct debits, but with extra smarts. We think that that's going to have a fundamental impact on the Australian payments landscape. It is another sort of obvious feature, lots of complicated things that need to work for it to actually function, but it's going to be one of those things where three months after MPS is launched, people are going to go, I can't believe this didn't exist three months ago. Uh, it will be the Australian payments infrastructure version of the iPhone, uh, esoteric as that may sound. And, and was there anything in the, in the roadmap that was missing? Are there any gaps that you think the industry should consider in terms of future MPP capability? I think one big help over the last few years in terms of how people look at uh, the infrastructure and maybe how MPPA is also acting in terms of its educational mission is moving away from the what I think was an overemphasis on overlay service providers as, as discussed earlier in, in this uh, conversation. Overlay service provider is a very niche type of thing and it works very well if you know exactly that that is what you need but most use cases don't require that. Most use cases require access to make and receive payments in real time. And that's not really what overlay service provision is about. And so actually, I very rarely hear someone coming to us as a prospective client saying, we need you to be an overlay service provider. And, and that in itself has been helpful because it sort of removes one of the several educational components that, do, you know, that are still very light. Well, Krishna, I found our conversation really interesting today. So thanks so much for the time you've given us. Thanks, Lisa. I found it was very interesting as well. Um, I uh, look forward to your next one. If you'd like to download a copy of the MPP Roadmap, visit MPP Australia's website 
at mppa.com.au. You'll find the roadmap under the menu section called the platform.